Armstrong and Joe Getty. And now, here's Armstrong and Getty. Live from Studio C. Little uh, Gladys Interruptus there. Season your dimly lit room deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. And hey, everybody, Monday, brand new week, but short one probably for most of you, as it is Thanksgiving week. So today we're under the tutelage of our general manager. It would be reaction to the Rittenhouse verdict. If Except it were, if it were three days ago. <laughs> well, yeah, although it, it continues on. Uh, I'm going to say, speaking of three days ago, the general manager is you folks and your support of Warrior Foundation Freedom Station. After the show is the weekend hit, people listen to podcasts, etc. The contributions went over $1.5 million. Holy cow. Thank you. God bless you. And God bless our troops. Yeah, that was pretty impressive. Crank up the music like a big party. Woo! It's an intermation party, which is a good kind of party. Sure it is. Sure it is. Don't party too hard, though, because you got the whole uh, Thanksgiving at the end of the week, so you don't want to overdo it before you get to the You were just whooping at us like 10 seconds ago. Now it's don't party too hard. Mixed messages. Yeah. You know, this is... So, uh, when do you feel like the... uh, holiday eating things getting out of control season begins is it thanksgiving day or is it already started uh, things have gotten kind of festive for judy and i lately a lot of social engagements <laughs> yeah because they they yeah. ramp up they ramp up before. they do funny just out of nowhere yeah uh, so i would say i would say we're definitely in the pregame warm-ups and then it truly hits thursday afternoon i've wondered my whole life we've talked about this every year how you know you go to the convenience store to get gas, and there's like 10 cars in line, and just everything gets so busy when you get around. And 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 what's going on? I mean, you need more gas than usual, or more groceries, <laughs> or why is everything so busy? I, but it just are, gets that way. Are there far more hermits in our society than I was aware of? And they finally force themselves out their front doors come the holiday season. I don't know. So you feel like the, uh, you know, whatever the stat is they put out every year that uh, the average person gains five pounds during the holiday season, you feel like the weight gain season has begun it has for us i'm telling you just for whatever reason hey you guys want to come over for dinner hey we're all meeting for dinner let's have some drinks after yeah i just yeah it's like every day wow of course we're social butterflies as you know yeah that's that's my rep (laughs) mr outgoing yeah i've gone i've gone over to somebody's house for dinner i think uh maybe 15 years ago was the last time (laughs) at least at least did you have a good time? Certainly, certainly. Dinner table a, events. It's certainly been a dozen years. Wow. Uh, might be 15. So maybe that'll be on the horizon, I don't know, in the next decade or so. Last night, little ahi seared rare. Mmm, delicious. Delicious. Mm. Mm, that's tuna, folks. Um, You know, the uh, judge praised the jury in the Rittenhouse trial on Friday. I would like to... Uh, I would like to dress them down. How dare you come out with your freaking verdict like two minutes after we get off the air on Friday? Yeah, no kidding. You couldn't hurry it up a little bit? You couldn't have given us like a half an hour to talk about it? That was really unfortunate for us. I know it. I know it. On the other hand, we were able to observe over the weekend the utter 
divide in the United States. It's scary. Think, oh, it is scary. It's scary. My gosh. I, f- I feel like uh, a lot of people enjoy the whole scoring points on both sides and all that sort of stuff. It just frightens the crap out of me that we have such different views of everything. It's not going to end well. And I, I don't see how it I don't see how it um comes back together like just gradually over time. I, I feel like there's got to be some uh, event, like horrifying event to ever bring us back together, whether it's a horrifying world war event uh, or like that or or just some sort of horrifying domestic event. But just I can't imagine that we're ever going to come back together the way it was for most of the people listening right now for all of our lives. Except for a couple of years ago, and then everything changed. Well, I think you you can discuss the dance and puppets all day long, but until you you really delve down into what the puppet masters are up to, you're not going to get near the truth. And I just think there's a tremendous amount of money. I mean, an an incomprehensible amount of money being made whipping people up in partisan fashion, whether it's political contributions. These people do research. They're smart. They send out their blankets of emails and texts and whatever, whatever mailing list they have. Um, and they see which messages get you to send 5, 10, 20, $100. And they double down on that sort of message on the one side. And then uh, cable news, uh, websites, the clickonomics of extremism. A lot of money being made, friends. And then if we could just... If you could just pull Twitter out of the occasion com- uh, 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 completely, I would like to see how things would look. If you just eliminated Twitter from the whole thing, as we've discussed, all, the numbers are pretty clear. It's like 1% of America that's making all the noise on Twitter that everybody else reacts to in both mm-hmm. parties and all of media. And it ain't good because it's a, the loudest, least thoughtful, least nuanced 1% in America. Yeah. Yeah, I'm ignorant of uh, Facebook these days and its political messaging. I know at one point they were trying to decrease that as part of everybody's feed, but I don't know. Maybe I'll ask Judy about it, but I, I don't know because we, uh, you know, you and I uh, are on Twitter, uh, at least some, uh, but but Facebook is so much bigger than Twitter. I don't know what's going on there. Um, let's start the show officially, and then we can uh, jaw us more about a variety of things. I feel, well, we'll talk about it after this. I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this is Monday, November 22nd, the year 2021, where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program. All right, tighten up your laces. Let's get ready. We're in the starting block. The show begins officially, according to FCC rules and regs, at Mark. I really hope our young men and women, that they go over there and kick their commie asses. We need to win in the Olympics. There you go, Ted. Okay. I didn't know that's what Ted Cruz was going to say about the Olympics. I was about to say, I feel like there's a growing chorus of we need to boycott the Olympics going on. Uh, Op-eds in all your major newspapers, uh, various political figures coming forward. I I, I feel like it's growing. Um, I don't know if there's time for that to happen. Uh, I can get to some of that later. I don't forget I forget who was the wrote the op-ed made the point. Look, we've got the facilities in the United States to announce tomorrow. Hey, rest of the world, come to L.A. or come to Atlanta or wherever. We're going to have this Olympics. We'll do it here. The athletes don't get screwed, but we're not going to do it in freaking China. You know, really, any damn near any city in America that has like three major universities within their metro areas, and there are 25 choices that answer to that description, maybe 105. Uh, Sure, yeah. Just say, hey, we're going to need your gym for a week. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, So we can get to some of that. Um Obviously, as Joe said, the Rittenhouse thing and the fallout. Hey, did you see that Tucker Carlson 
got the big get on Rittenhouse is going to be on Tucker tonight. They've already conducted the interview. We'll play a few snippets that are out as promos from that. But Rittenhouse is on the Tucker Carlson show tonight doing his first interview. Back in the day, if you're old enough, you remember it was always Larry King on CNN. He always got after a big trial. He'd get the person that was on trial. He'd get the jurors. He would get everything. But uh, now people tend to go to their whatever spot I think they feel like is going to do them the best politically, I guess. I don't know. Kyle Rittenhouse joining us. Kyle, why did you shoot them? Just because they're black? Oh, boy. What? Wow. Uh, my mistake. Wow. So why'd you shoot them? That was not helpful. <laughs> well, I swear not spot. helpful. Uh, what ball spot? I, I, my hair grows. Um, I lost a substantial bet over the weekend. If somebody asked me, does he do an interview or does he lay low and if, just try to look, go back to living a quiet life? I'd have lost big. I'd said he'd, I'd have said he'd lay low. Well, cause it's clearly the right thing to do. If I'm his dad, his mom, his best friend, his lawyer, his old high school coach, if I'm anybody, I'm saying, freaking disappear, man. Never do an interview again in your life. Get, get your life started. You're 18 years old. I don't see how going on Tucker tonight, no matter what he says or how it's couched, does his life any good. It makes him a bigger celebrity, more of a household figure that everybody can recognize, and I just think it's not good for his life. But that's and his getting choice. back to the the spirit of our day, he will increasingly be a figure where extremes on both sides get their dander up and shout. Absolutely, often Oof. in ignorance of the facts. But anyway. It's happening, and we'll uh, obviously we'll, we'll play those promos, and we can talk about that tomorrow too. Yeah, um, I think I know why he did it. We can talk about okay. it later. But I want to yeah, hear that. I understand. I'm just surprised. Well, I wouldn't. Um, there's another big story. Oh yeah, what's what's with the nut job that drove through the Christmas parade oh, in Wisconsin? What a nightmare! Oh my gosh. So the current thinking is the guy got in a fight in the park and then jumped in his car and fled. You're ahead of me. I hadn't read that. Yeah, he got in a knife fight, and it seems he was getting away from the fight and just got in his car and took off. And, like, you know, there's a decent chance he you get mowed in. down a bunch of people in a parade? Well, he was fighting for his life, jumped in his car and took off. I, I was about to say there's a decent chance, knife fighting in the park, that he's out of his mind drunk or high. So he got that oh, probably going, too, as he jumps good in his point. car. Good but point. That's the the current story on it. It's n- not likely terrorism or about the Rittenhouse trial, which is the first thing I thought, or anything else. It's just bad. Uh, how does mailbag look? Oh, it's good. It's it's definitely cheerier than the uh, the previous discussion. Yeah. Anyway, there will be no anger, no life and death. Just a I feel calm like, and, and I feel spirited like, discussion of the issue. I feel like we need to get a pie up in here. That's what I feel like. Oh, Lord. What? What? what where did that? What? Well, the eating season's begun. You said so. I'm just. <laughs> the the pregame. I'm just following it's your not, lead. No, no. Pie. Pie is when. That's the culmination. That's when you're fully, fully engaged in the whole eatathon. Okay. Don't go to pie too early, son. <laughs> Once you go to pie, you'll never go back, says I. <laughs> Or something. Right. Um, anyway, we've got all this stuff on the way in our text line. If you want to jump in, 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Something more positive. Did you see that second story in 60 Minutes last night about uh, hypersonic commercial flight? 
And the idea that you could be anywhere in the world in a couple of hours for a couple hundred bucks. Love that. that. He thinks in a few decades, that'd be unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. It was it was good to see that we still have folks who are innovating and aggressively reaching out into the future and, and still dreaming big. In spite of the, uh, you know, the grubbing around in the rhetorical dirt that occupies so much life uh, these days that we've been talking about. But, yeah, they're still dreamers and doers and good for them. Here's your freedom, love, and quote of the day. Wrapping up a series from George H.W. Bush, I met his former assistant press secretary over the weekend. Speaking of social engagements. Former assistant press secretary, okay. Yeah, he was like, uh, not Jen Psaki, but that other uh, woman. Like the second in command in that gig. Gotcha. Uh, really interesting guy, too. Really enjoyed the chat. Looking forward to getting to know him better. But H.W. Uh, had some personal advice for people that I really liked. Uh, here's his advice to young people. One, don't get down when your life takes a bad turn. Out of adversity comes challenges and often success. Two, don't blame others for your setbacks. Three, when things go well, always give credit to others. Four, don't talk all the time. Listen to your friends and mentors and learn from them. Five, don't brag about yourself. Let others point out your virtues, your strong points. Six, give someone else a hand. When a friend is hurting, show that friend you care. And he goes on that uh, it's all about being good and generous of spirit. A gentleman. A lady. Yeah, I read a biography about him um, <clears throat> once, and uh, when he was young, for instance, he was a star baseball player at high school and college, and uh, they they were not even allowed to like get happy over winning because they just sh- they should just be the kind of feel bad for the other team losing and just talk about how you know, the other team really put up a good fight and talk about the good plays they made after the game and stuff. Really, yeah. I mean, like really over the top that sort of stuff. Yeah, generational thing. I remember Jack Nicholas talked about his dad who taught him, when you lose, you shake the hand of the guy who beat you, congratulate him, and mean it. So that's the spirit he always tried that to That is have. not what we have today. <laughs> uh, no. no. LeBron then, James punched a guy in the face last night. We have that later. For instance. Uh, and then finally, as you succeed, be kind to people. Those who help you along, uh, thank those who help you along the way. That's a, that's a good way to be. We've known people in our little business who, on their way up, stepped on anybody they could, lorded it over them, act like a big shot, and then the moment there's vulnerability, oh, out come the knives, baby. So, you know. The <laughs> knives, baby. You're Sammy, Sammy Davis Jr. all of a sudden. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I generally try to be nice to people for moral reasons. It's the way I was brought up, et cetera, et cetera. But maybe you're just the coldly practical type. Maybe you're a sociopath. Trust me. Be nice to people. There's no downside. Start the mailbag theme. Woohoo! Michael, you fine gentleman, you. Speaking of gentlemen, folks. Speaking of gentlemen. There's no better gentleman than Michelangelo. I wish I could do Sammy Davis. I'd do him all the time, even though practically nobody alive remembers what he sounded like. Anyway, yeah, which one of these do I want to do? I don't know. Uh, last week, guys, writes Terry, someone on the left made the argument that parents should not be involved in their children's classrooms. It'd be like allowing them into an operating room to tell the surgeon how to do his job. Wow. There are numerous logical deficiencies in that comparison, guys. Wow! Wow! Yeah. But another key difference is that if a surgeon or any physician commits malpractice, the patient can take legal action. If 
Physicians and other professionals must be licensed by state boards, are subject to loss of license, etc. It's virtually impossible to get a teacher fired, even for egregious combat conduct, rather, especially in places like California or New York. Even when the school districts do manage to get really bad teachers out of the classroom, they still can't be fired. In places like New York, they send these non-performers to places where they simply pass the day doing nothing and collecting pay. Sound like any doctors you know? That's a good point. There was a who did that story a couple of years back? Was it sixty minutes or somebody? Child molesters. Teachers in New York who were child molesters were simply, because they were protected by the union, transferred out of the classroom and just sat there collecting their pay in empty rooms or rooms with other pervs. Just absolutely crazy. Yeah, it's, it is. Uh, you know, this one's too long. We have no time. Joe, I've, I've ruined mailbag. It's my fault. <laughs> I talked too long. I've ruined mailbag. I, I, I shoulder the blame. Joe says he knows why Rittenhouse is going on Tucker tonight. I sure advise against it, but and a whole bunch of other talk on that. And if you want to join in, get the text line. If you miss an hour of the show, go to armstrongandgetty.com. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What's your reaction to the Kyle Rittenhouse verdict? Justice was done in that, Brett, and and the jury system works. You know, I, I was a prosecutor for seven years, and those charges should never have been brought. And, you know, prosecutors are not supposed to give in to the whims of the public. They're not supposed to get in, give in to public opinion. You're supposed to dispassionately look at the facts and the evidence and decide whether they support charges. And from the beginning, I didn't think that these acts supported charges. And I'm glad to see that a jury sat there, not affected by public pressure, but sat and listened to the evidence and made the decision that they did. Uh, He was not guilty. He shouldn't have been indicted. And we should now move forward. Yeah, I've heard a number of prosecutors say that it was clearly a political move. The crowd, uh, the, the mob was howling for justice. Yeah. And uh, there would have been rioting in the street if they didn't charge him. So they thought they were doing the right thing. One of the most interesting comments I've heard, somebody, a number of people have pointed out that uh, Mr. Rittenhouse was indicted within 48 hours of the shooting, and that never happens. Never happens. You get all your evidence in a row. You interview all the witnesses. You interview the experts. You know, you go over the ballistics, and, and it might be weeks before you charge. This was clearly a political charging prosecution. Um. And and they were afraid of the mob. You need to keep in mind that when Kyle Rittenhouse went out there with his gun, whether you think that was wise or not, uh, that was the third night in a row of Kenosha being burned and robbed and destroyed. And there was third lots, night. And there were lots of people out there with guns. Oh, yeah. Lots of people out there with guns. Wasn't a good idea for them to bring the guns either, was it, to a political protest? Which it wasn't. It was just rioting. It was in, in look at the, the quote unquote victims, the, the shooties. They were scumbags and criminals, lifelong criminals who were just looking for a chance to, to wreak mayhem. Uh, but as we mentioned earlier, Kyle Rittenhouse has actually done an interview with Tucker Carlson, which is going to be aired tonight as we understand it. I, I, I think it's probably unwise for him to do that. I, if I were his I uh, advisor, I'd tell him, lay low. I don't just s- lay low. I Start your new life. Yeah. I don't see how it possibly makes his life better. 
But he is 18 years old, and as we're going to detail in a minute, he has heard what I think a lot of you have heard, and that is strong comments from all quarters about who he is and what his motivations were and what he should have done and what what he should not have done and why he was there. And I just think the kid wants to set the record straight. I I think he wants to speak his mind. Uh, Let's go ahead and and play a couple of those clips. Uh, Start with 31, Michael. The jury reached the correct verdict. Self-defense is not illegal. It's been a rough journey, but we made it through it. Go ahead, 32. I tell everybody there what happened. I said I had to do it. I I was just attacked. I was dizzy. I was vomiting. I, I couldn't breathe. And finally, 33. This case has nothing to do with race. Um, it never had anything to do with race. It had to do with the right to self-defense. Right. Um, I'm not a racist person. I support the BLM movement. I support peacefully demonstrating. And I believe there needs to be change. I believe there's a lot of prosecutorial misconduct, not just in my case, but in other cases. And it's just amazing to see how, how much a prosecutor can take advantage of somebody else unequivocally says he supports the BLM movement. Mm-hmm. That's something. That's not going to help the narrative. Uh, so uh, our friend Tim Sandifer, for Tim the Lawyer, retweeted somebody saying this. He shouldn't have been there, in quotes. No, all of them shouldn't have been there. There shouldn't have been a riot in the first place. And out of both parties who shouldn't have been there, the one that initiated conflict and suffered the worst outcome shouldn't have been there even more. Just Agreed. clearly a fact. Yeah. There are a lot of non-facts being thrown around, including uh, various lefty commentators suggesting that it's just unbelievable that Kyle Rittenhouse could initiate the hostility and then claim his life was threatened, blah, blah, blah. No, they, they dealt very specifically and in detail during the trial over the question of did he initiate any of the violent encounters. But it was utterly clear, watching the aftermath on the media as I did for a good chunk of the afternoon on Friday, uh, that that most of the people commenting hadn't seen a minute of testimony. They were just repeating their echo chamber uh, takes. I mean, for instance, and we have we have a number of them. You shouldn't have to watch a minute of testimony, though. That's what the news is for. Yeah, good point. <laughs> That's what the news is for. I shouldn't have to follow every trial to come up with a conclusion. I should be able to turn on the news, and there should be some honest, honest journalists who tell me what freaking happened. Yeah, yeah. Would that it were, would that it were. Maria Shriver of NBC News said she was just confused. And outraged by the jury's decision, quote, I'm trying to take a beat to digest the Rittenhouse verdict. My son just asked me how it's possible that he didn't get charged for anything. How is that possible? I don't have an answer for him. The idea that someone could be out with a semi-automatic weapon. Roll your eyes for a second. Uh, Kill people and walk is stunning. I look forward to hearing from the jury. This is a moment for them to explain how they came to their decision. Right. So there's it was person... utterly self-evident how they came to their decision. So Maria Shriver is a um, uh, 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 an Emmy Award-winning journalist back on the day when she was on TV, then the uh, first lady of Arnold Schwarzenegger. She carries some weight as a part of the whole Kennedy clan, and she says something that uninformed. She clearly paid no attention to the whole thing. She has no idea what was going on. Right. Yeah, weighs in and uh, you know is seen as a an important figure to look to. All right, how whatever. is that possible? I don't have an answer for him. Come on, Maria. Unless you're an idiot, and I happen to know you're not. Come on. 
By the way, BLM took to the streets in Brooklyn, New York over the weekend, chanting, every city, every town, burn the precinct to the ground. After the Rittenhouse verdict came out, fantastic. Several articles over the uh, the weekend, major publications decrying the Republicans for not condemning that doofus who had posted the video, the anime video of him allegedly killing AOC. Uh, the Republican Party, uh, very, very tolerant for political violence and speech, uh, uh, tolerating it. You know, it's just, it's just tut- tutting away. This is a direct threat of widespread rioting, and I'm hearing crickets on the left. Uh, CNN out yesterday with white male anger could prove to be the biggest roadblock we face in building a successful multiracial nation. Okay. No, uh, right. You really are, as Tim Sandifer retweeted, somebody said, Dems and media are playing with fire. I would absolutely say this whole, it's the white males are to blame. When did it become okay to just outwardly say that a race is to blame for something going on. You think that's going to end well? That I, I always ask the same question. How do you see this ending as you start blaming a race for problems? It's been tried several times in history. Shall we go over the results? I think you know them. By the way, um, the Detroit Free Press yesterday, in their Sunday edition of the newspaper, had this in a paragraph of one of their stories around the whole Rittenhouse thing about how the whole riot started. In August 2020, Jacob Blake was shot and killed by a police officer in Kenosha, Wisconsin. Yeah, except he wasn't shot and killed. So that was the story that was going around. He wasn't killed. He's still alive. And he's actually testified that he had a knife in his hand. But even as recently as yesterday, the Detroit Detroit, Detroit Free Press has he was killed by police. I, I think I can talk that. What? How can Demo- you? What? Democratic Congressional Campaign Committee Chairman. Democratic Rep. Sean Patrick Maloney said in a statement Friday, this is an official statement, it's disgusting and disturbing that someone was able to carry a loaded assault rifle into a protest against the unjust killing of Jacob Blake, an unarmed black man, and take the lives of two people and injure another. Uh, First of all, as Jack pointed out, he wasn't killed. Secondly, he was armed. According to him. You can ask him because he's still alive. And it was sick criminal rioters in the middle of the night it was not some sort of righteous protest against you know racial injustice virtually every every syllable of what that leading uh, congressman said was incorrect and that's an official statement he put out what do what what is the truth to do does it even have a chance Couple of snarky Babylon Bee headlines. Media warns thousands of Americans planning to cross state lines to celebrate Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> because for some reason, crossing state lines became a thing everybody had to say, like it meant anything. Also, uh, Babylon Bee. Rittenhouse verdict raises concerns that no longer safe to beat people to death with a skateboard. Yeah, yeah, no kidding. Unbelievable. Uh, the woman behind the 1619 Project tweeted out over the weekend. By the way, they've got a new series of children's books and documentaries for schools about the 1619 Project coming out and coloring books and stuff like that. So they're doubling down on that whole thing. She tweeted out, in this country, you can even kill white people and get away with it if those white people are fighting for black lives. Yeah, that's what those people on the street were doing. Sure, the child rapist and the grandma beater and the burglars, they were out there fighting for black lives. Sure, they were. That's what they were up to. Unreal. It's frustrating. 
It and is. It's, it's dangerous. Sc- it's scary is what it is. It's not just frustrating. There's mm-hmm. lots of things that are frustrating. It's it's freaking scary. It's the civilization coming apart. I mean, civilization coming apart. We need to talk later about um, the brazen robberies on the West Coast that if this happened on the East Coast would be all over the news, but because it was San Francisco and a Walnut Creek, a nearby uh, town to San Francisco, just people running in and wiping stores clean over the weekend. Giant mobs. Yeah. Yeah. Unbelievable. Civilization is breaking down. A couple of more uh, clips. Let's do uh, 35, Michael. You'll recognize these two sages. I stand by what the jury has concluded. The jury system works, and we have to abide by it. Clearly, there's a lot more work to do, she says with her fake concerned voice, which is not to be confused with her fake outraged voice. But do we have the follow up, Biden? Because that's the important part. Him saying that, that was that, 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 that's just the setup to him saying, and I don't have the quote in front of me, of him saying something along the lines of, but we got a problem in this country with white supremacy and juries getting away with blah, blah, blah. So he complete, as he often does, he makes the right statement and then follows it with a bunch of verbiage that completely wipes out the original statement. Right, right. Do we have that clip? So in other words, you are weighing in on the decision and whether or not they got it right. Oh, okay, as the president of the United States. We'll get that follow-up, and then I'd, I'd also like to hear Jason Riley's excellent reaction to it. Uh, plus, uh, David French made some good comments about the thing. It's just, you know, it's it, the case itself is over, um, but the aftermath of it, I think, is such a clear study of what's gone sideways in America. I think it's worth considering. Yeah, uh, so we, we'll be uh, sprinkling that in throughout the day since that's still a hot topic. We also need to talk about the whole Olympic thing and the, the, the Chinese tennis player and I feel like there's a growing chorus of people saying we need to boycott the Olympics. I wonder if that's going to add up to anything. Um, Carrie Underwood's got a new song out called Stretchy Pants that I think is very good for the uh, for the season. Uh, I'm get, intrigued. Getting my stretchy pants on. Yeah, yeah. It's that time of year, man. Oh, yeah. Get your stretchy pants on. If you're like me, you've converted to an all-stretchy-pants lifestyle. Oh, really? All no of, non-stretchy All pants. of your pants are stretchy pants. I believe that I probably have a pair of uh, a few pair of dress slacks that I haven't worn in the, the last presidential administration that are not stretchy, but it's uh, it's rare. My jeans are stretchy. My khakis are stretchy. <laughs> my shorts are stretchy. Oh, really? Wow. Certainly, my sweats are stretchy. <laughs> Everything Why is long stretchy. Be? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. I suppose. It's, um, you know what it is, Jack. It's athletes. Athletic fit. <laughs> Because all the athletics you're going to be doing, you I need do a lot the, of you twisting. Need, you need the freedom of a lot movement. of leaping, <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> um, Lifting that turkey leg above your head. And oh, then, yeah. absolutely! I need the mobility, Ooh, Michael. A lot of leaping. Uh, text line four one five two nine five KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. Um, as far as Saturday Night Live, after the just really insufferable opening that was hard to take and so incredibly unfair and I think damaging to America. But after that, I really enjoyed the show and a whole bunch of different stuff they had, uh, including this. So they had a game show 
uh, format, which has got us as, as old as Saturday Night Live, the fake game show around a, a different topic. It's because it works so well. Yeah, it works really yeah. well. And this one was called, Who's a Republican or What's a Republican or whatever? And I thought, oh boy, this is going to be hard to take. And it ended up not being. It ended up being pretty funny. Really? I'm shocked. I didn't see the sketch, just your description right. of it. I thought, oh no. Right. And, well, I think you'll get the point pretty quickly, is you got Keenan Thompson, as usual, as the game show host, because he's so funny at it. And they got a person out, and then the contestants ask, ask the person questions to try to figure out if he's a Republican or not. It went something like this. Ring in as soon as you're ready to guess. Republican. Or not. Lacey came here from Manhattan. Uh, New York City or Kansas? I can't say. <laughs> Stop the clock. On Twitter, my pinned tweet is my body, my choice. Uh, okay, that's a trick. She's talking about vaccines, right? Oh, if we only knew. <laughs> Another hint, Lacey. I support Caitlyn Jenner. In what way? <laughs> Politically? Y'all doing great. And give us another clue. Okay. My favorite comic is Dave Chappelle. Starting when? <laughs> I love my job. All right, give him another one. Last month, I went to a board meeting and complained about a book being taught in my daughter's school. Okay, I definitely know that one. She's a Republican. No, sorry. What? She was complaining about a book in her kid's school. That's right. And that book, the Bible. So it's a wow. number of contestants like that where I thought it was pretty interesting commentary on the different issues. Uh, flip sides of a whole bunch of different issues. It yeah. was hard to tell just based on the statement. What? Wait a second. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and why do you care? Why do you care? I remember when people were just people, Jack. Do you remember that? <laughs> People who loved people. Sometimes people who disliked people, but they were people. And one of them was, I like to wear camo pants. Wait a second. Proud Boys camo pants or Rihanna camo pants? <laughs> <laughs> you know, yeah, I do like the spirit of that. That's good stuff. Hey, can I hit you with something that's just out of nowhere? It doesn't mean anything. It's just crazy at this point. The Bills of Buffalo, whatever a bill is. The football team? Exactly. Your Buffalo Bills. They upset, I'm sorry, they were upset by the Colts of Indianapolis by a score that has never happened before in the history of the league. Okay. You wouldn't think that would happen. I can't would imagine you? what the score is. Let me think about that. 75 to 8. <laughs> Negative 5 to 32. Uh, no, would you, would you like to think about it? It was I the am thinking about it. And I can't score that's never happened before. Uh, math two, nerds, two to 2. Math nerds, you'll, ah, that's an excellent guess. That's a really good guess. Math nerds, this is the 1,070th unique score in NFL history. They won by a score of 41 to 15. Which oh, has never okay. happened Not before. very exciting, but uh, interesting. I didn't say okay. it was exciting. I just said it was unique. <laughs> if, you, if you anticipate an excitement, that's on you. I was at a, a couple of youth football games over the weekend with a local school that uh, won uh, playoff games, both of them. And it was just is is interesting, as we've talked about with youth sports in the past, the 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 variety of talent among youth, if you get them together on any sports floor or field. Sure. And, and if you've got if you've got the people, a couple of kids or one kid sometimes that is like way better than the other kids. 
I mean, it just upsets the balance of everything so much. And I watched these two teams just absolutely trounce their opponents in these playoff games because they had, like, one kid that, like, just is in a different league, if you'll pardon the expression. Right. Um, right. <laughs> youth sports is funny that way. You know, when I was 12 years old, uh, I, I was a pitcher in Little League. I was unhittable. And, uh, you know, I thought, oh, I'm a great athlete, blah, blah, blah. And it turns out I just matured more quickly than a lot of other kids. And by the time I was 18, we were all kind of equal-ish and, you know, um, but I, lately, I can think about it from the perspective of the other parents, thinking, "What the hell's the point of this?" Right. I was, I was thinking that too. This the one team that I went to that's won every game this year, dominating people like forty nine nothing. Other coaches getting mad, you know, kneeling on the ball in the fourth quarter to try to not run up the score. And I'm thinking, who's benefiting at all from this? The good kids aren't getting better. The other kids getting trounced. They're not getting anything out of it. Nobody, nobody's getting anything out of this. Yeah, it's one of the real challenges of youth sports, honestly. Yeah, yeah because if you're, if you're good, you want competition. You don't want to roll over everybody. That's not going to help you. Yeah, at the same time, though, you might move that kid up, and he'll just get slaughtered by the next level of kids. They mature so fast. But. Right. Anyway, anyway. Uh, a lot of stuff on the way, including are we going to boycott the Olympics, among other things. Armstrong and Getty.